By the way, we mentioned Hey Bulldog before. What's with the reverb on Ringo's snare? I mean, it just muddies the sound. I don't get it. Yeah, that didn't make any sense to me either. You know, this, there's a, this is a, a interesting thing that the Beatles tended to do a lot later on in their career. There's a lot of songs, you know, like Carry That Weight, the solo in Your Blues. There's like a, an extra snare drum that comes in. Um, yes. There's there's a few interesting things where they do that. And for some reason, the snare drum on the original version of Bulldog, it's just got a standard reverb send in it. Um, but, but Giles has got this sort of like, it almost sounds like the snare drum from uh, Simon and Garfunkel, the boxer, you know. It's yeah. just that yeah. big, I mean, I believe they recorded that in an elevator shaft or something like that. It almost has that right. sound where it's just like, you don't even hear the sound of the snare drum. All you hear is just this type of sound, and it's it's annoying. So that brings me to Walrus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anno- annoying. <laughs> okay, we'll just drive through this this part of town kind of uh, <laughs> kind of quickly here. Because <laughs> honestly, with with I got to warn you, uh, Richard, with Walrus, I listened to it because you you messaged me and you said, and I already heard that Giles made some kind of comment that that Beatle fans are going to be possibly disappointed in this, and then then you messaged me, so it's one of the first things I listened to, and I listened to a little bit of the first half of it and went, oh my god, and then when I listened to the second half, where in the original version they went to mono in the sitting in an English garden, and I was like, yeah. what the hell is going on with this? Yeah. And I had to turn it yeah. off at that point. Well, you turned it off at that point. You didn't listen to the last minute. I did listen to the very last sec, the last minute of it. Yes. Oh because my god! Yeah, the the bit with the Shakespeare. I mean, as I described it to you, I think in the text, an abomination. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. Which is interesting because I know that there's YouTube videos where that uh, King Lear, where that actual thing, that particular performance, I've I've heard it separated before. So it it's yeah. a, it's available. Um, I'm not 100% sure why they did the things they do or why, you know, there's questions like why do some of these songs have different vocals, like ad-lib vocals at the end on the on their way out or something like that. I don't understand that, but but this is one thing, the, the I Am The Walrus um, thing I'm never going to understand. To me, that's like, that that particular song is unlistenable at this point. It- it really is. It started off, it was bright, and I thought, ooh, nice. And it just gets worse as it goes along. And you know, that bit at the end with the Shakespeare, it's like it's one thing if he tweaked it because he had to, but he's. it, it seems like he just thought, well, it's a bit of, sort of cacophony of sound, let's just add to it. And it's a mess. It's just a total mess. Yeah. It's, it's funny how we grew up with that song, and... We're used to that ending being in that sort of like that quasi-fake stereo. And there's so much going on. But yet, in mono, we can still hear all these incredible things going on. And it sparks our imagination. Some of these, like the the background singers that, you know, stick it up your jumper and all these sounds that yeah. are going on. And, you know, the sound of a radio. And, and, and we can hear them all in mono. But yet, in, in 2023, in this one, you're just kind of going... Man, we you know you cook this soup a little too long, and unfortunately oh. now we can't taste any of the ingredients. To hear more of this interview, go to Buskin with the Beatles on Patreon. That's www.patreon.com/forward/slash/bwtb.